You're listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. things that continue to move forward onwards and upwards here at bride ministries first of all i want to let all of you know that are in earnest expectation awaiting the manifestation of advanced prayers that shake heaven and earth (laughs) Um, many of you have jumped on to pre-order opportunities we have made available at brideministriesinternational.com we are finalizing the typeset this week. The typeset means how the book is going to be formatted in the print version. Uh, this puts us at a timeline of about four weeks from the day that I have these books arriving at my house. Of course, all things are subject to change. You never know when something goes wrong or gets a slight delay. So we're just letting you know. This is the update, right? Um For those of you that have pre-ordered, thank you. Thank you for pre-ordering. Be patient because we can't ship you a product we don't have yet. So thank you for not emailing us and trying to kick our door in and ask us, where's my product? Because you understand a pre-order means you are buying something that does not yet exist in the hands of those that are selling it to you. (laughs) So it's coming. It's coming. And um, man, we are looking forward to those testimonies. I want to also let you all know that we are now officially um, collecting donations as a 508C1A. Uh, We were a 501C3. We are exiting that classification at this time. And we're very excited about, you know, the transition into being what is known as a free church. And so uh, praise God for for transition and um, just the breathing room that that classification affords us as a um, organization. Now, I do want to also let you all know uh, that this podcast it was a little bit challenged by technical issues <laughs> on my end. We, we moved into this new office, and thank you for all of you that are supporting us and allowing for this, you know, progress to manifest, right? And uh, my wife, myself, our employee, Grace, we're all working together in this office now, and, and it's really wonderful, but we did have a few internet issues, and those were not resolved by the time recording day came, and so my end is a bit staticky. Um, please bear with us on that. It, it clears up a few minutes into the interview, but at the beginning, it, it might be a little like, oh, well, why is it doing that? All <laughs> tech issue. So anyway, thank you for your patience. And thank you for those of you that continue to support us financially at Bride Ministries. We continue to make available the Bride Ministries Church, the Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall podcast. We have the Bride Ministries Institute. We are doing uh, a DID Coach Mentorship Program, which, by the way, we are still taking applications for uh, for the 2020 year. Those are due September 15th. If you were thinking about signing up for that, understand. You have about two weeks left. This uh, September 15th is the cutoff time. We will not be accepting applications after that. Your whole application with um, um, a resume and letters of recommendation must be in our hands by September 15th. But uh, we also continue to make free prayer resources available. 
I mean, we are building a robust platform. As a matter of fact, you're going to be able to enjoy all of these things on our brand new, fully redesigned website that is now under development as well. But, <clears throat> you know, you grow and then you uh, have issues and then you solve those issues and on and on. Anyway, we are looking forward to the program today. It's really fun. Don't go anywhere. You are listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. For you again, my uh, friend and former client, Alex, who has joined us twice in the past, talking about his story of deliverance from meth and fragmentation, uh, addiction, and uh, uh, quite a bit of dissociation. And his, his story <laughs> really touched a lot of you guys. And by request, he is back for round three. Now, in talking about a round three, we decided to go with the story of his journey to where he is right now. And a large part of that journey included our work together. And so, Alex, welcome back to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. Thank you, Dan. Thank you for having me again. Well, I'm excited, Alex. You know, you're, you're, you're one, you're a fascinating uh, storyteller. I mean, you're, you're really good at this. So not only is your story fascinating, but you're very good at telling it in a way that makes me just want to listen more. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> and, and, and so I, I, I'm really excited about doing this uh, round three. Now, as we walk into this, why, why don't you just tell us, okay, we did work together, Alex, and, and of course we know that, but um, there was a journey towards that coming out of everything that you were, uh, you know, walking away from it. And folks, by the way, if you're just listening to part three, you haven't heard part one and two of his story, go back and listen to those. You're going to learn a lot. Um, and, and they are at our website, brideministriesinternational.com under the podcast page or our YouTube channel or anywhere else. But, um, you were walking away from a lot of things, Alex, things in your past. And, and then there was a journey to beginning work with me. Why don't you just start there and we'll go forward from that point. Yes, Dan. Yes. Um, so I, I think we we left out on the last um, podcast was where uh, I finally met you at the uh, Bright Tribe retreat at the time. And um, I was kind of hesitating and going and, and talking to you about this my journey my healing journey because i was trying to do it kind of with me and jesus uh but then um honestly like the voices just started to be overwhelmed overwhelmed and and it was just too much uh to the point that i was not having good nights anymore of sleep or or even i couldn't think straight more than usual and um the holy spirit was really telling me just go and talk to him just go and talk to him Talk to him about your your about your uh, testimony, and 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 let him uh, talk to me and see what happens. And I said, okay. So I I approached you and I was like, hey Dan, all I know is that I need to talk to you. Um, can you give me just some of your time? And then you gave me your uh, your information, and then you said we set up in a, a meeting, a Zoom meeting, and and then we got to talk finally. 
and I, I told you about my testimony. And and then we started to work together. Now, prior to this, I was, when I came out of the occult, I knew that the only way I was going to survive, it was if I got my spirit strong. Because I knew that the, they were trying to kill me and trying to just make my life miserable. And I didn't know how to fight, but I just knew that Jesus was going to fight for me. Now, with the interfacing that I have with the Holy Spirit in my spirit, I, I said, you know what, I'm just going to go all out. Uh, and then I started to fast, uh, pray. Um, on my ups and downs, I was still seeking God. And I was still maintaining my fasting and just hanging on to him. And he was not letting me go. It was a tough fight, but it did pay off. Um, my spirit became strong, strong enough to keep me going uh, because they were draining me in so many ways. Uh, so finally, we had our first session. Um, and on the first session, I was a little bit thinking that we were not gonna have any improvement because everything was really quiet. Now, at that point, you just, you said that you were gonna pull my spirit forth and you wanted just to get to know my spirit to see where I was and my walk with Jesus. And you did, and my spirit came forth and 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 started talking to you, and then uh, you started asking some questions, and he was giving you information, but not very deep information. Um, and all I remember that after trying for a little bit, you uh, called one of my parts out that I mentioned that I had, which was Brian, and he came out, and as you were talking to Brian this guy comes out of nowhere in the spirit and starts hitting brian and then all of a sudden you just went rage mode and started to to attack these people because we heard from the holy spirit that there were actually um some people from south mexico that they were aware of our, our first session and they were trying to 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 not have any breakthrough at all so then you started just to blast things on the spirit, blowing up things, uh, attacking. And then all my spirit came out and started to attack as well, started blasting demons. And then you, uh, following with protocol, you started gathering some uh, soul parts of, of humans down there. And then you take them before the throne of God uh, for judgment. And, and, you know, you gave them the opportunity to repent and all of these that you do. And then... <clears throat> After all that was done, um, you noticed something, and it was in my spirit. It was connected to my feet and my stomach, and you said that that was not okay. For, that that it shouldn't be there. There should be no cord, and that he should be able to run freely. And, and then you got me. Uh, you gave me this prayer. We prayed, and uh, and and then the separation occur. Um, that was our first session. Um, after our first session ended, then <laughs> inside of me it was a riot. It was so many parts wanting to speak. They wanted to talk. They were they were reaching for you. <laughs> they they wanted to say something. They saw the power that you were working with. So now they were not you know scared or intimidated. They 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 were just a lot. Time ran out. So we we left for the next uh, um, session that that we had. But that was the first session. Um, we took care of an entity that he was called something apocalypto or something like that, uh, that he was, he was very persistent. 
Um, then on the second session, you came to me and you were like, okay, Alex, here, here, here it goes. And I said, what's up? Wait, wait, wait. So, so before you get to the second session, <laughs> let me just say a few words for those of you that are listening. Okay. Um, so as we were getting into work that we were going to do together, I, I did want to understand where Alex's spirit was relative to the soul and body and, 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 and how everything was working mechanically in the spirit realm relative to his life. That's why I called forth Alex's spirit. Now, for those of you that want to know more about that ministry to the human spirit, there is a course on our Institute. So, uh, you know, if you have a lot of questions, we're not going to answer them here because we don't have time, but we have a whole Institute course that will answer all of your questions. Plus, train you in the nature of this ministry so it's not something that's weird or or uh, scary um also i just want to point out something for those of you that are trying to figure out why your parts don't talk to you or why you've been working with a counselor for two years and no parts ever come up or share and and one of the reasons why we've learned that parts do not work with counselors and i i'm not counselor i call myself a coach because i'm basically just a prayer minister that <laughs> punches demons in the face and introduces <laughs> right uh but if if parts do not recognize power and authority on the level of their opposition from the inside or the spirit world around the person's life they don't talk. They're, they're just not going to, they're, they're going to sit back and say, well, what kind of power are you working with? And if you are powerless, if you do not carry authority in the spirit world, yeah, you're not going to be much help to someone that has a whole cult in the South of Mexico looking at them, <laughs> waiting to pounce at, at, at every opportunity. So um, that, that is a very important thing for us to understand. You, you know, we, we look at the Bible, there are the seven sons of Sceva and they come to this guy who's possessed and the demon comes up and he says, well, Jesus, I know, and Paul, I know, but who are you? And we run into that in the, in the coaching environment. I mean, it's just like, you know, who are you? And if you don't know who you are, they probably don't know who you are either. So uh, anyway, um, okay. So we did it. Progress made. <laughs> Second session. Go ahead. Yeah. Yeah. You punch demons very effectively. And uh, <laughs> so on the second session, things started to flow more easier as uh, some of my parts already were cooperating. Uh, but the, the main one that it was always there, it was Brian. Usually he was um, pretty much in charge of the whole thing. And uh, he, he, he was aware of a lot of things happening in the inside of me. Um, so then he, I came again out. And um, you, as you always do, you pull my spirit forth to see if he has any um, um, piece of information or something that he wants to say. And um, there was still a lot, a lot of in, like interference, a lot of it. You got kind of tired of it and you said, uh, you know what, let's just go for the evil, evil leaders. And then I said, okay, I didn't even know what that was, right? I was like, hey, I don't know how he's going to do this, but let's just see what happens. And you started calling uh, these the angels to come and to bring the 
evil leaders that were interfacing with me at that time. And they started pulling some entities. They were in charge of the other entities. They were attacking me right then at the time. And they we came up with some names. Well, the, the entities actually, they were the ones that were saying their name as you were asking what their names were. And the first one, it was Morpheus. Morpheus. The second one was Kiskino. And then the third one, it was Abaddon. And then there was this Jesus zombie look like, and his name was Deception. And then No Progress came out, Rahim and the King of the South. And you formed them all in line. And they were just formed. And then you asked if I was interfacing with any planets. And then I was, Venus came out, Pluto, Saturn, and Titan. So you kind of like put everyone right here. And then the other guy, the, the, the stars over here. And then you said, okay, let's get this done. Then we started doing some warfare and prayers of renunciation and cutting feathers with them and all of this. And it was just massive breakthrough right then. Uh, a lot of entities got wiped out. Soul parts got uh, removed. Uh, doors got closed. I mean, it was just a whole lot of things going on. My, uh, and then that was kind of like the progress of the second uh, session. And at that point, you were surprised of how much uh, deliverance I was able to take because that was <laughs> it was a lot at once going on. I was very surprised, <laughs> folks. Let me tell you something. I, I was looking at this guy. I'm like, you, you, <laughs> you're still standing. As a matter of fact, I think he was ready to go for a round three right then. It was like, <laughs> like, usually, people get wiped out after one or two. The second session, <laughs> it's like we're, we're, we're half the solar system right now, Alex. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah. if you want to know like how dan Duvall do you get someone set free from pluto saturn titan and venus all at the same time answer there's a prayer in my book called advanced prayers to shake heaven and earth called freedom from earth systems and we simply use that language and plugged in all four of those terms venus pluto saturn and titan and we use that to untether Alex's vessel, spirit, soul, and body from those uh, uh, cosmic elements. And the language does most of the work. And uh, as we went through it, I mean, he is seeing in the spirit all of this stuff breaking free and things getting smited and, uh, you know, just the whole <laughs> field getting leveled. Uh, the, the good news... <laughs> <laughs> that is available <laughs> to anyone that wants it. So, um, praise God. Go ahead, Alex. After that, uh, Dan, um, we started to to go through some some more sessions, and uh, more things started to come up. Uh, some of them were major. Some of them were just um, new memories coming to me, and 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 pain, and 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 just uh, getting. Um, a lot of a lot of things, memories coming back, and um, one of the I remember one time uh, I don't remember what session it was, but it's one of the highlights. And um, I was at work, um, uh, and uh, all of a sudden, the Holy Spirit started talking to me about Wolverines, 
Uh, well, that was, that was, that was uh, I used that a lot uh, growing up. Uh, I used that as uh, my nickname and I just loved Wolverine. My, you know what I mean? That was my, like my superhero choice. And um, so he started speaking to me about him and uh, he was just talking to me and, and, and you know, Wolverine, Wolverine, and, and it was just there, present. I couldn't. I was like, "Why? Wow, what? What's up with Wolverine?" I mean, yeah, I have a shirt of him and that, 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 all of these. And they said, "Look it up." So I, I go to the, to the internet and I start looking him up. And then uh, I, well, as soon as I read Adiamantum, something inside of me was just very uncomfortable. Um, I remember growing up too as well. Uh, never broke a bone, and you know now that this was where it's going. But my bones were quite strong and i was able to to, to use them you know uh uh not for good but uh i was able to use them and um finally i on the little search that i did i started to see that these metal that they said that is fictional um it's being used in more movies and presented and not just in marvel comics uh, so I started to dig deeper, 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 and um, finally, the Holy Spirit was like, "Take this with Dan on the next session." So I said, "I I knew what what that meant. It was that it was in my body and it was somewhere." And yeah, sure enough, it was all through my bones, and uh, that was one of the reasons that I was never because I used to be a skateboarder, you know, and used to do a lot of things that at this point my bones should be broken or something never uh <clears throat> so we started the session and i brought this to your attention and you looked at me like i was crazy but no <laughs> you were like okay let's do this and then and i said okay let's do it and then you came up with a prayer right then i don't even know like now prayer was a little bit different i don't know which prayer you used but it got the job done um i felt my body completely different and something that I was not used to after these metal, it was removed out of my body. I didn't do anything hard that day, but the next day when I went to work, I started to pick, I wanted to pick up something that I usually pick up like nothing. And it was a heavy material. I felt my bones then breaking. And, uh, I feel sad. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I feel sad. I was like, God, you, you, I'm used to being this way and now I'm this way. What, what's up? And then I, I took it to prayer. And, and I, I don't know right now what God did, but he strengthened my bones. And, and, and he, he didn't let me just like, okay, that was evil. Now you're just not going to have that and you're just not going to be like this. No, he could did something inside of me i didn't want to go into deep deeper why what what was it you did but uh, i i felt it i just uh, how my bones were strengthened again um so that was a major breakthrough for me and to understand how things are before us in different form but they're actually a reality that the people are not aware of you know what i mean and, and it could well we know demons fallen angels aliens and all of these things but as simple as a metal that is being used in a comic, you know, that, that, that helped me to understand the truth of things, you know? And then you want to say something? 
Don't no. Oh, it looked, it looked like you wanted to say something. Okay. What was after that? I think that was the major highlight on that on that session. Um, getting that that metal um, out of my body. A little bit. Say that, you know, folks, I get presented with a lot of things that I don't understand, and when Alex first brought this idea up to me. I like snickered in the back of my head. You know, I, I'm just thinking that came out of a comic book, you know, <laughs> and, and, but, you know, the Holy Spirit's just like, deal with it. Right. And, and, you know, it's easy for someone on the outside to say, yeah, you guys are just, making it up. All of this stuff is just psychosomatic. You believe you have a problem, then you believe that in the spirit world, which you can't prove something happens and you believe you feel better. And then the body just harmonizes with whatever you believe and you made it all up. No, <clears throat> that, that's not what happened. And, and, and the, this is what we need to understand. Uh, we don't understand it all. <laughs> we just don't get it all. And it was really interesting because when the Holy Spirit was performing all of this as we were praying, no, nothing is physically coming out of Alex's body. Now, in other cases, when I'm working with people, we do see the actual physical implants leaving the physical body. Like that skin breaks and stuff comes out. But not in this case. It, it, it was all transacting th through the spirit world. So it was in him and then it was not. But there was not a physical drainage, so to speak. Yet there was a physiological response his bones did feel weaker afterwards and it's it, it was significant and I, I anticipate that we're going to see more and more of this in the future you know one of the prayers that i have in my upcoming book advanced prayers to shake heaven and earth is a prayer called freedom from synthetic kingdoms uh because we have found that people have been through the transhumanist agenda which is well underway woven in with the synthetic, the robotic, the artificial intelligence, the holographic, and the electrical kingdoms in various ways. And it is creating a bondage in people that is like demonic bondage, but different. Um, as a matter of fact, Alex, it, there was a certain uh, part that we found of you that wasn't able to get free until you renounced transhumanism specifically. Yes, yes. Well, yeah, when I was in the Kingdom of Darkness, and uh, they were experimenting with me with a lot of nanotechnology. And this nanotechnology, I was only able to see it in the spirit. I don't know why, but I was always, I always, uh, there were plugs behind my back, and then they will release liquids and whatever else they were uh, doing, and they will uh, make my body. Uh, physically become bigger and stronger and whatever else they were doing. Um, so I was aware of these and, and, and I, I didn't know how far they went, you know, at the time, but then doing all this work, um, they were still standing on standby because some of the parts that we brought back and got free from their captivity then were on different parts of the cosmos. And yes, like you said, there was a part that was, in this planet that we had to go to when you pulled out your finder and uh, it was there and it had a lot of different components and 
it looked like a robot or something, an, an Android or something like that. And we had to get it free from all of that. And it was not released until we re I renounced trans uh, transhumanism. Um, with that being said, another thing that you just said, and it was that, that I brought to you as well in a session, and it was that, Dan, I've heard a lot of preachers, famous preachers talking about you just get safe and you just move on with your life. Don't focus on those things. You were, you were mad at this when I said it. You, you, you're about to like do the Jesus thing when he walks into the temple and just flipping tables. I thought that your computer was gonna come out flying, homie. So that that was a button that I pushed. <laughs> I mean, that, that it was pushed. I didn't push it, but you got upset because I was upset because of this type of teaching. And um, so you put things in perspective to me, and you said, <laughs> "Alex, that's a lie." <laughs> yeah. So I, I was the the thing is that this is something else that happened, and and this is when we discovered inner world and inner cities inside of me, and I was minding my own business, and I was at work. And I was just working, not thinking about any attack coming my way or nothing, completely fine. If so, I was probably with my headphones worshiping God. That was probably what I was doing because that's what I do at work with my headphones. Just, you know what I mean? While I do my work. All of a sudden, I started feeling bombarded inside of me like explosions and screaming. and Brian started screaming, Alex. And then I got scared and I said, What what's happening? Um so I started to feel weak and I started to feel these remember I was not thinking or meditating about none of these, any of these. I was just working. And and these the energy of my body started to change to a very toxic i felt intoxicated i feel like i was gonna pass out right then on the floor so what i did is that i i took off running and i went to the bathroom at my work and i fell on my knees and i started to navigate this with the holy spirit and i started to ask him what was the cause of this so he explained to me that the illuminati was destroying these inner cities with radiation and i could see the city just being ex like exploding exploding and i said am i gonna be okay so i started praying even harder and harder and the, the holy spirit kind of put a lock on that and then i text you right away and then the, our session it was about to happen like you were like are you okay da, 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 da. i said I'm, I'm fine i'm gonna be fine uh holy spirit said i'm gonna be fine and then you said okay well the next session is coming up real soon let's just take care of that so we did, we go into the session. There was a lot of city destroyed, a lot of entities and habitat, uh, like, like a lot of uh, good things because some of these cities were built for me as a child, for me to escape whatever traumatic event it was happening at the time. Um, so I, that was like my, my getaway place. And, and, and I, I, what I'm thinking um, is that because the things that the progress that it was happening so so fast and 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 rapidly that 
they didn't want to, I think they just wanted to take care of all of that. Just like, instead of trying to build it, they were just trying to like get rid of it overall to see what, how was gonna, how is that gonna affect me? And it was affecting me really, really a, a lot. Um, you took care of that as well with Jesus when we came to the session. Um, you, we started to navigate this. We called the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit uh, started to give us some information. And then you started to pray this prayer to just lift up all the defilement that was left behind. Uh, we put some of my parts because I had about 32 little parts uh, in these cities. So you asked if they were safe. They were safe. And then we put them in a, you put in a, put them in a garden and uh, they were being taken care of by another part. And, and we just started doing the cleaning. And then some, some of these cities were replaced by um, gardens and different things and, and like a, a playground for the, 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 the little parts. And just Jesus started to work internally. Uh, this energy though, that it was flowing out of my body or coming out of my body, it stopped. It stopped, and and it was not as toxic. Uh, man, I I think he was even making my wife sick. Uh, yes. Uh, so it was just it was, and, and like I said, this is something that you can't make up. I mean, like you're trying to go on with your life, and you're trying to you know do do the things to provide for your family, and it hits you all of a sudden. It hits you. Where are you gonna run if you don't have no one that can understand these things? You know. Um, so that was that was one of the things that happened too on, on that session that we took care. We discovered what three hundred and something cities that they were built uh, and systems, whatever. One of the things that were there, because like every session a reptilian came and popping up or whatever, just trying to abuse one of the parts. And finally, we discovered that there was in my core. Uh, it was like on the center of my on my being. There was these door or gate that was open where reptilian just kept on multiplying and popping up and, and coming 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 up coming up coming up and actually we saw one there was a reptilian with a lot of pornography just flashing it in front of my my my, my memory and we took care of that guy we took care of all of these other ones and we closed that door we sealed it with the blood of jesus and the holy spirit and then we asked god for healing god healed all that it feels amazing when you are, you know, and liberating when you are having all these images that you have no control over them and they just keep on popping up and you're just trying to, you know, go on with your day and just keep on, keep on, keep on. And then all that, it's gone, man. It, it just feels so good and so freeing and, and it's just amazing. So that was, that was another thing that happened. You want to say something, uh, right now yeah, yeah you know um nothing nothing feels better than busting up a city full of reptiles <laughs> i <laughs> you know uh folks i will say this you know <clears throat> here's the the fact of the matter the fact of the matter is you may be very offended by some of the things that alex is saying right now when i met alex he was trying to overcome a whole lot of bondage uh, from a background of abuse and then meth addiction and uh, involvement in the occult world. Now, he has graduated. He didn't even have any parts left. He, so before you get on your high horse and start judging, like this is too weird for me, ask yourself this question. 
Okay. How, how many times do you hear a person that is graduating with no parts left that was very dissociated, addicted to drugs, and also, um, I mean, deeply entrenched in the occult world to the extent that you go days of ongoing attack when you were going through some of your withdrawal periods. I mean, nonstop demon harassment to now you, you bully them for <clears throat> breakfast, lunch, and dinner. <laughs> outdoor lifestyle. Uh, folks, there is so much fruit. And uh, we as the body of Christ just need to, you know, get it through our thick skulls that uh, there is an upgrade available. We have to stop being afraid of it and start looking at, wait a minute, if there's fruit, Jesus is at the root. Go ahead, Alex. That's right. That's right. Um, well, some after our first um, podcast, um, one of the seers of, of Bright Ministries <clears throat> saw some things in the spirit while while I was speaking on YouTube, and um, AK, you got advice. I mean, you got you know the 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 news about. The information and then the next session came and, and and you brought it up and you were like hey you know this and this and this and i said most likely right and then uh we said you said well, well how about we navigate it and we we, we we see where we landed and i was like okay let's do it because <clears throat> i was thinking about something else we were going to do something else blah, blah, blah. but you, you brought this up one of the things was uh she saw some snakes and that was just concerning some people we took care of that. I had to take care of that pretty much on my own. Um, and then the other one, it was uh, a witch with one tooted witch, and she was just sitting there. And then the other one, it was uh, Nordic alien. And the first one that we took care took out was I think the Nordic alien, and and that was that was major breakthrough. Which it was uh, a girl beautiful girl that she was with me since since i was a little kid um she had a lot of authority over my decisions even with my uh my the way i like things people um or whatever so she was very influential uh and we took care of that took it out got rid of it closed everything um so that was a major breakthrough. And then from there, we moved to this witch. And I honestly didn't think much of it, right? But when we started to navigate this, I think this was one of the biggest breakthroughs that I got. Well, what we discovered was that this witch, it was part of my family way back then. And she came all the way from Egypt. Now, she was alive once, but then when she died, she kept herself alive all throughout these generations, falling on certain individuals of my genetic code. And she was just going and jumping and jumping and jumping and jumping. And she, it happened that she fell, she fell on me. So she was exposed through the seer. And then there was no escape. Jesus came and he was actually personally 
there with me. Um, you set your realm, you your art key, and then you plug it into your start. And I mean, just power starting to flow. But then the atmosphere starting to get really, really, really thick. I didn't, I it was really thick, and it's starting to drain me. And then Jesus grabbed me, and we started going like it seemed like a, a pit it was a hole just going deep 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 but the deeper we were going it's starting to get darker and darker and darker so dark that the light of jesus i mean it was just like getting smaller and smaller but he was just going through it like just going through it going through it going through it going through it and finally we arrived where we were going to go and there was like these fossils of it looked like um dinosaur fossils but they were very sharp bones and these entities they were alive and um they started to go against jesus at that point i was like what's happening like i, I was getting just it was a lot it was a lot for me to take uh what i was seeing and what i was feeling but then jesus just took took him out boom while you're around me, it was still placed in place. And um, so we got to her. And I told you when, when she was there. And then we finally, you finally took her out of there. And then we started to pray this prayer. You started to pray this prayer. You took her before God in a courtroom, if I remember correctly. And then you gave her the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, at this point, I was just like almost out um, while you were doing all this, and and then uh, she didn't re she didn't repent, and she was thrown somewhere really dark. But then after that, I I was wondering well how my life was going to improve, but like I said, deliverance, progressive deliverance. It's 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 like one little step at a time sometimes, but then you you come across these entities that have a major part in your timelines and 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 and, and like move you away from 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 the agenda and and the scrolls that God have for your life. Uh, it matters a lot because one little one little thing, not every good thing is a God thing. You know what I mean? So they can even throw good things for you to do, but they will move you out on what God wants you to do. You know, even though if they come in a good form. So she was, we took care of that at that time. Do you have something to say about that? Um, this is a bombshell. A lot of you that listen to this program um, have major peace with the uh, idea of human souls actually being able to make a covenant with death according to Isaiah chapter 28 and operating beyond the parameters of their living time or their lifespan in the physical realm. Some of you have not. Ancestral spirits are a real thing. It, they're not just demons. Uh, they are real human souls operating under a covenant of death. And often these can be the deepest, darkest aspects of a person's bondage, e even more powerful <clears throat> in their work against a individual's life than the demon's uh, and sometimes even the fallen angels. It's, it's really, really interesting. And of all of the things that 
we uh, <laughs> excised out of Alex's life. Praise Jesus. Uh, this one did him in like nothing I had ever seen before. I mean, we was like, oh yeah, Pluto, Saturn, Titan, Kishkunu, Abaddon, no problem. The one-toothed witch. <laughs> I mean, I'm looking at Alex. I felt bad for him afterwards. I was like, oh my, I have never seen, he, because his capacity is humongous for this deliverance stuff. He's like, I, I eat deliverance for breakfast, Standable. <laughs> but it's <laughs> like, it's like lunch money after this one. And so, you need to take a nap, my friend. <laughs> Go to sleep. Oh, yeah. Wow. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. That was that was that was really, really good. Uh, that that. Well, after that, that right after that, um, another thing that happened. It was. I was at work uh, again, and I was about to get off. And it was the day that we have our our session. And um, I was, I think, I was gathering all my things, and then I turn around and I see this entity just coming, boom, and just stand right next to me. And he said hi to me, right? And then I was like, okay, who are you? And I started asking the Holy Spirit, who are you? I mean, who is he? Very, very big guy. And uh, cool armor, too, as well. It was bluish, like sky blue, a little bit darker, deeper. And um, I gave him some bread of life to to eat and, and living water to drink just to test, you know what I mean, what he was going to do. I said, if this guy starts to, like, <laughs> try to attack me, I'm just going to kick him. And uh, uh, so, no, he took it, and he said, Actually, he actually said, Holy Spirit said that he was going to stay with me and go into the session with me. I thought that he was going to be my protector. Because at this point, you call my protector. There was no protector. <laughs> we couldn't find no protector. But there was a lot of angels, obviously, around. But there was not one that, you know, it was like, okay, this is uh, my protector. So I was like, okay, hey, maybe this is the guy. Because I was wondering about that for a long time. <clears throat> he was not. So we come into the session and I told you, hey, there's a guy right here standing right next to me. He looks like this, like this, like that. And then you as well gave him something to eat and to drink. And then he started to speak after we prayed. Um, and he started saying that he met my spirit before I was sent to the earth. And he said that we were in combat together before that, taking assignments. Uh, from God and he spoke some things about my spirit and the way I was built and uh, and uh, he was just uh, laying a foundation uh, for me to think about my spirit now at this point and my spirit it was not pretty much taking assignments from God so with this it, it just reassures some things that God it was speaking to me since I got saved you know um so it was it was very important for him to be here at that time um then he left and and we just took that information we meditated on it and you gave me some words and um he left um but after that my spirit now that i think about it after that my spirit started to be more active and taking assignments from god other than yes i was getting more freedom in Christ and more parts getting healing and coming 
to Jesus. Um, so he felt like it was good for him to start going. Now, the reason why he didn't want to go yet, because he knew that I needed him. And you spoke about this uh, on one of your, uh, 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 on the bride, uh, on the church, on the fireplace church. There, it gets to the point when the Holy Spirit is interfacing with your soul and all of the, the, the gifts of the Spirit at our work through the soul and not just mainly in the spirit. And that's what started happening to me. Then my spirit started taking assignments and it was going different places that God it was assigning him to, to go. But I took, <clears throat> I brought it up in a, in a session. I was so tired and so drained because the energy of my spirit, it was not there anymore like it used to. I was interfacing with the Holy Spirit, but I was not aware of, of, of how he worked through my soul. So when you brought this uh, preaching in the fireplace church, it opened my eyes tremendously. Like, wow, that actually can happen. So then I started more to pray and to be intentional about engaging with my soul, with the Holy Spirit. You know what I mean? Otherwise, I would have never thought, you know, maybe if the Holy Spirit would be like, hey, yo, you know, do this. But then you brought it up and then I started doing it. It was like a light switch just went up in my body. Like I got recharged with the energy of the Holy Spirit working in my soul. But I had to come into the acknowledgement of, of that and purposely engaging um, on that type of, of way. And then you just said, it's going to happen. You're going to be like that for a while. You're going to get adjusted. Your levels are going to go up. Sure enough, I'm fine. I'm well full of energy now um you want to say something about that <laughs> okay. you know uh, yes i mean that god has created us spirit soul and body right and where a lot of christians have not gone and where we have gone at this point is to the a place where we understand that the spirit, the soul, and the body are like three persons. They have their own <clears throat> minds. And I really break this down in some of our teaching, especially at the Institute. You know, uh, we are created in the image of God, who is also three persons, one God, and the mind of the Father, the mind of the Son, the mind of the Holy Spirit. They're actually independent minds, which is why the Bible says, like, you know, who has known the mind of the Lord that he may instruct him, but we have been given the mind of Christ. It's this idea that the mind of Christ is actually distinguished from the mind of the Father, so you can receive the mind of Christ, yet not have full access to everything in the mind of the Father. Therefore, the Bible says, no man knows that they are the hour of his coming, not the angels nor the Son, but only the Father. So even if we have the mind of Christ, we still wouldn't know the day or the hour of his coming because that has been allocated to the mind of the Father. There's this conversation on different minds, and it's just like right there, you know, it's right in their face. We don't have to go too far looking for it. But the Bible has a lot to say, a whole lot of conversation around the spirit, the soul, and the body, the way they function, that they have different processes. As a matter of fact, the Bible says in the book of 1 Corinthians, you know, who has known the mind of the Lord that he may, um, no, 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 what man knows the thoughts of a man except the spirit of man, which is in him, which means that our spirit 
has the ability or capacity to process thoughts that are resident deep within our subconscious that our soul isn't even aware of sometimes, nor would I be aware of in someone else's soul as I am just looking at them and making a flesh level judgment. So the spirit knows the thoughts, the deep things. And so the Bible <clears throat> of man is the lamp of the Lord. I can go on and on. The point of the matter is you have these independent minds and you actually have these independent operations. Sometimes the flesh is doing things that the soul isn't uh, necessarily fully behind. Uh, sometimes the soul is doing things the spirit certainly isn't behind. And sometimes the spirit is doing things that the soul has no clue about. So most of the people that I meet have in spirits that are not in operation. They're, they're, they're literally out of commission. They're in a box, they're hiding in a cave, they're, they're sitting there with their arms folded, they're just not doing anything, or they're in a region of captivity, they're just wandering around somewhere on the other side of the planet. I mean, the, the list of things that I have run into as I have gone into this ministry to the human spirit is exhaustive. As a matter of fact, we have a whole course so that you don't think that this is the soundbite is the only thing that I have to make my case, right? We have nine hours of teaching on this. <laughs> So, you know, I'm not talking out of the side of my face, but, you know, as, as we have tracked this, what we have learned is that as people grow and their spirit gets strong and their soul gets strong in Christ Jesus, a transition happens. And that transition means that God begins to speak directly to that person's spirit, giving them assignments in the spirit world on behalf of his kingdom. And that person's spirit will begin to go out and to do assignments, typically while they're asleep. And this is an astral projection and soul travel and, you know, being pulled off into evil realms in your soul. It's, you know, this, this is completely different. This is a, 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 an orchestration between Jesus, between God the Father, between that person's human spirit. And they're being sent on missions. Now, I started doing this years ago. And I had no one to explain to me what was happening to me. But because we are one human, if our spirit is doing a lot of activity on behalf of God's kingdom, the first experience of the soul during this transition is tiredness. It's actually that, you know, the soul begins to be tired because they're being taxed. Their spirit is working and, and moving in. It's like flexing a new muscle. And so the Bible says this, um, the spirit is like the wind. It, you don't know where it comes from or where it goes, but so is everyone who is born of the spirit, right? And sometimes as our soul, we don't know once our spirit hits this level of activation where God is sending it to and fro. And that is what happened in the process of our work. We're healing, we're getting deliverance. Alex's spirit is getting really buff and like really intense. And uh, beginning to do so much more in God's kingdom. And Alex is going through these transitions. And so I had, you know, at the time I explained it to him and he began to see like, wow, the Holy Spirit is actually interested in working both through the spirit and the soul. And so um, thank you for bringing that up, Alex. <laughs> You're welcome. Yeah, that, that, was, that was it. That was, that was really good for me to get that piece of information. Because then once you know that, then, you know, like I said, you're starting to be more intentional about how you, how your relationship with the Holy Spirit. And he will, he will you open your mind to something that he will, then can explain to you more deeply without you being, nah, that's not true. You know what I mean? So <clears throat> after that, I think um, the work starting to go even faster. because. Brian, which you, like I said, one of my main parts, 
he came actually and said, I'm ready to be reintegrated to the core soul. And I brought it up to you and you said, wow, then let's just do it. And we did. Uh, you started praying uh, to Jesus and, and got the Father to, to, to make me one, just like him and the Father are one, Jesus and the Father are one. And, uh, and, and, and yeah, we did. We, we, he got reintegrated to my core soul. While this was happening, uh, while this was happening, um, other parts were watching this. And then, because his role it was really important, another part named Axel started to take care of the little parts. They were 32 left. And then the little parts were ready. I think that was the session after that. The, the, the little ones were ready to as well because they saw, well, Axel came and he said, hey, um, the little ones saw what happened and they wonder where, where Brian is. Um, so they want to be reintegrated. They want to follow him. We gave them, you gave them all uh, clean garments. Um, and then you built a shower <laughs> of, uh, of, uh, of living water. And then you told them to each one of them jump into in the shower and, you know, keep on, on going, walking, and then putting new garments on them. So they lined up and they were very, very obedient. They kept on walking and going and going and going once they were all clean. Now, the reason why there has to be a cleansing before you reintegrate a part it's because then if you don't, all of the problems that this part has, they're going to be even more uh, tangible and, and, and probably worse because they will be now part of the core soul. So it's better to take care of this these before you reintegrate. So again, the prayer came and they all got reintegrated. Now, actually, it was pretty alone and lonely. And... Uh, the next session, I think that's when it when it was that, that he was ready to come to to jump into the into into this, and uh, he did. So we reintegrated him, and then all of these other parts that we were that you were gathering, we were gathering uh, that they were in different places and in different uh, planets and all of that. They started to come up, and they started to 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 say that they wanted. You know, some of them we had to tell them, hey, do you want to be part of this? You know, like you did. And, and you said, um, they, they asked questions. What does this mean? Am I not going to exist? And you were very clear. You said, no, you are going to exist, but now you're going to be one with Alex. You're going to have the full experience. You're not just going to have to wait until you come to the surface or you fighting for a place, you know, or for a voice. No, you are going to be part of it the whole time, 24-7. They were yes, I'm in. So they were starting to jump, jump, jump in, jump in, and 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 that's when we started to to have even more, more, more uh, fast healing. Mm. Uh, then the last. Uh, so at, at that point, uh, you were like, Alex, uh, we're doing a lot of progress. Uh, what's going to be next? I started asking God and praying. You know what? What was going to be the next step? Um, I got a scroll one day <laughs> as well. Well, I was at work by an angel. See, when you started going, going and walking in faithfulness and, 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 and walking in your healing, Dan, then the plans of God is starting to manifest more and what he has in the right time. Because he knows that 
other things that were otherwise hindered his plans are getting moving out of the way. So I remember getting this this angel coming into to, to me and, and and giving me a scroll. I got the scroll, and then I didn't need it at the time. I just grabbed it and I was like, okay, cool. And then I gave him some bread of life, and 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 leaving water to drink. The guy who just left, huge angel, and I just kept the scroll, put it in my spirit, and uh, the session started. And you, I forgot about the scroll, and then you're like, Alex, you have a scroll. And I'm like, oh yeah, yeah, I do have a scroll. How do you know? And you just went like, whatever. <laughs> and I, I was like, yeah, right. So um, I said, Holy Spirit, you you cannot keep a secret. <laughs> and then, um, so yeah, I, I ate it. We found out it was a, a business. It was a, a, a scroll for, for for a business that now we're still developing and, and and waiting for for the partners to come and. Um, uh, the plants are done and all of that. And um, do you have anything to say? You're just uh, really hitting something very significant right now, Alex. And there are a lot of people that ask, you know, Lord God, when is my day of breakthrough? When is my day of promotion? You know, where, where you open up the expansion on my life. And for some of us, God is saying, until certain things are in place, anything that I open up will only be routed and stolen because of the bondage that is in place relative to your life. And so as we go through the inner healing and the deliverance and clearing out all of the enemy's strategies, then when God releases things to us, the enemy won't have the ability to just steal them like he otherwise would. And this is a big part of why certain people have things that they know prophetically are theirs, but they have not yet walked into them. And I, I, yeah, so you really bring up a big, big point there. <clears throat> yeah, cool. <laughs> so I think that was like, yeah. And then I think we had some sessions more after that. Um, but then, so after all these parts got reintegrated to my soul, things started to get quiet, more quiet. And I was not feeling these talking war inside of me with feelings. And, 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 and when people say certain things or whatever, you know, I, ha I started to have more control. And to really like, it feels different. It feels like your emotions are more complete, you know, and, and you enjoy uh, without having to feel certain ways or something to ruin it. You know what I mean? So I was praying to God what was going to be the next step and what were we going to keep on working on or whatever because things are starting to just fall into place. And and there was this weekend, there was one weekend that I, this part started talking to me. And um, he actually came up and his name was Ernesto. And and I pulled him forward and I gave him bread of life and living water. Um, I anointed him with oil of anointing. And uh, he was just speaking and he was saying that, that he was actually a Christian part, that he was there all along, um, all throughout this healing um, process, that he was interceding, he was praying, he was working with Jesus, 
that, that he was that, that he's aware of everything that it was happening and that pretty much at this point this was the last part and that he was ready to be one with me and this is just pretty much what he that what he was waiting for he was just waiting for all of the parts to be reintegrated for him to be last because his prayers and and his interfacing with jesus it was very important for my healing journey so i got on my knees right next to my bed it was like five o'clock in the morning 4 30 and i said okay then let's just do it and then i started praying to god and i started saying father i thank you for ernesto and you know just like the father and you are one make this me and him one and then uh, god did um uh, i felt him and i went back into bed and i went to sleep and um i brought it up to you uh in our last session um and for our last session though there was i think 12 cities that they needed to be taken care of because they were not good cities so you took care of those cities we prayed and and, and got healing and 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 all of that and uh, that was the end of it now you well on this this last bright tribe advance my star got activated we act, my realm was, my archie was activated. My tree was activated. Uh, I got my finder. I mean, I got equipped, you know, through all these process. You pray for me to get an upgrade on, on my swords and on my uh, um, armors. And even God just doing his own thing too as well, giving me more. And then uh, <clears throat> for this last session, well, the tree was really cool because in this session, um, you the tree was on the garden of eden right and then on the roots my spirit just went for it and started to explore 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 and then he found some books of history not only history on the physical but history on the spiritual and he was just there camping just reading 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 books you, i think you call him to do something he was like bro i'm busy right now you know i see you next session or whatever because uh, no matter where he's at when you when you when you called him forth he came from whatever he was and he was like, what's up? I'm here. You know, there was one time that the Holy Spirit said, he's not coming because I am the one that's going to do this work. And, you know, it, it was different uh, depending on what the situation was and, and the need of that time uh, at the time. So the last session with the care, with the, took care of the cities, the 12 cities that were left, uh, got healing there. And then uh, you called my spirit to come and he came but he came different. Like he, he was on a horse and there was just a bunch of entities, good entities behind him, a bunch of guys just with them, just with the horses. And then he arrived and I said, Dan, he just arrived with a bunch of homies. And then um, he came and then you started talking to him. And then he just, he was just thankful. And he was thanking you, really good work, really good work. Thank you, Dan, thank you, Dan. Thank you, Jesus, praise the Lord. And then you asked him to scan me to see if there was any parts left or anything that he needed to be taken care of. So he stood right in front of me. Now it's really cool because as he, as he was looking at me, I was able to look at myself, you know, like we were like, he was looking at me and I was looking through his eyes. And um, when he scanned me, it was like, like x-rays and I just saw my body real quick, uh, you know, the inside of it. And then uh, he said, there's nothing left. There's no parts left. 
that's really good work. And and he just got back in the horse and just left left with all the guys. And was that my, my, my last session then? That was the final one. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So it was super exciting. I mean, folks, this is the thing. You know, I, I, I work very hard to work myself out of a job. My entire <laughs> goal of life, right? I, I want to figure out a way where I'm no longer like required because um that that's when I know that Jesus is you know left his signature there and and uh, it, it, it was just such a joy to see kind of like you know you get to that point and that's the confirmation and it comes back to the scripture. You know, the spirit of man is the lamp of the Lord searching all the inward parts of his being. Um, rephrase that. I will actually, in applying the scripture, <clears throat> spirit, scan the person that they are, right? So Alex's spirit, scan Alex and tell me what's going on. Is there other stuff to deal with? And as the lamp of the Lord, he's searching and he finds that we are in a very, very good place. This is the validation on all of the strange and weird, right? It, it, is, it is that point where you, and, and of course, Alex, your life right now compared to your life back when we first spoke, which was like November of last year, is totally different. Why don't you it just is. talk a little bit about some of the differences that you've noticed, maybe just one or two. <clears throat> okay, so for the... Um... At the last session as well, you, you said, like, it was like the cherry on the cake. Uh, you said, is there anyone on the inside of Alex that has something to say? Bro, I heard nothing. For the first time, it was so quiet, peaceful, no war inside of me no nothing it was so quiet i was looking and i was you know sometimes prior to that then when you used to ask that question i was even a little bit scared of what was going to come up not really scared but like oh man it's gonna be bad it's gonna be, you know what i mean and right now i was like oh what's gonna come out you know and nothing nothing it's it's uh it's a freedom you know and in a different level because I get to engage with with daddy on a different way you know I don't have to put on a fight with myself before I go and encounter God now my decision making my words they come out of my mouth I have more control over that you know I don't yeah it's just it's it's different, the, the peace in your mind. Although I, I pick up on signals, but now they are not in the inside. Now I can pick up on things more clear on the outside, you know? And um, even the way the love of God is being poured into me, I don't have to be fighting for accepting it because some other things are rejecting it. You know what I mean? So that is even just that alone, it's, it's a huge payoff to take the the leap of of a healing journey you know because it's not easy and it comes in different ways but if you do with jesus 
it's always going to be the same result, you know? Wow. Incredible, Alex. Absolutely incredible. Um, I'm praising God for you. You are absolutely uh, exemplary and you worked hard. You know, you really, really were seeking Jesus with all your heart, even before I met you. And uh, when we finally started doing some work together, it was pedal to the metal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but, but now we're here. And, and I know, I know that God has so many, like you're just getting started. You're just getting started. Mm -hmm. There are so Pretty many much. down the pike for you, man. And um, so I, I want to say thank you for taking the time out of your schedule to do this third interview and to break down, you know, the journey that you took this year. No, thank you, Dan, too, as well, for, for allowing me to do these, man, and, and for, for, for your ministry, for your passion, for, for, for the time that you put and, and, and the love that you have for, for survivors and, you know, and people that, that are the level of brokenness that they have. It just sometimes is, you know, you cannot even understand or comprehend how deep it is. And, and you have you have this these, uh, love for us. Um, and for, for people to, to really get the job done and to, to walk in faithfulness. You know what I mean? That's something that I admire a lot from you. So thank you as well. Wow. wow. I received that, Alex. Thank you. Um, folks, that's it for today. This is actually a happy ending, right? <laughs> <And so, laughs> yes. No cliffhanger this time. Until next time, God bless and God You've been listening to Discovering Truth with Dan Duvall. This podcast is a production of Bride Ministries International. Visit our website at brideministriesinternational.com to enjoy the Bride Ministries Church, the Bride Ministries Institute, free resources, and to support us financially. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, believe it by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.